Good morning everyone. It's the second Sunday of Lent today, although we might feel a bit as if we're celebrating the eighth Sunday of Lent by this stage of lockdown. I hope you're um, continuing to be able to stay motivated and keep occupied and not feeling too isolated. I think we're beginning to see signs of hope. And so we begin our service. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Hear our voice, O Lord, according to your faithful love. According to your judgment, give us life. Blessed are you, God of compassion and mercy. To you be praise and glory forever. In the darkness of our sin, your light breaks forth like the dawn, and your healing springs up for deliverance. As we rejoice in the gift of your saving help, sustain us with your bountiful spirit, and open our lips to sing your praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. And we have our first hymn. Sweet. 
The sacrifice of God is a humble spirit, a broken and contrite heart God will not despise. Let us come to the Lord, who is full of compassion, and acknowledge our transgressions in penitence and faith. And so a few moments of stillness to remember the barriers that we have put up between us and others and between us and God. We say together, Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. May the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sins and restore us in his image to the praise and glory of his name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And the Collect for the Day. Almighty God, you show to those who are in error the light of your truth, that they may return to the way of righteousness. Grant to all those who are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's religion, that they may reject those things that are contrary to their profession, and follow all such things as are agreeable to the same, through our Lord Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We have our first reading. The epistle is taken from the Apostle Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 4. For the promise that he would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or to his descendants through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. If it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath, but where there is no law, neither is there violation. For this reason, it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham. For he is the father of us all, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Hoping against hope, he believed that he would become the father of many nations according to what was said, so numerous shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was already as good as dead, for he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. 
No distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, being fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Therefore his faith was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now the words, it was reckoned to him, were written not for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be reckoned to us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was handed over to death for our trespasses and was raised for our justification. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We have our second hymn. our gospel reading. Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. 
for those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. At times of deprivation, the natural cry of the human heart is, I want. At a very simple level, it's what we find ourselves saying when we give up something for Lent. We hear it at a much deeper level with Jesus when he's tempted in the desert. We know it during these times of lockdown. I want my freedom. I want my family. I want normal life to resume. I want. At a clergy training day many years ago, we were invited to do an exercise. It asked us to consider three statements. The first statement was, I want. We went away to ponder that. We returned. Then the second statement was revealed. I want. And off we were sent again. We returned waiting to hear the deep meaning of this. And the third statement was revealed. It was, again, I want. Each time we pondered, it was a bit like peeling an onion. Our wants moved from the immediate to deeper levels until we reached the point where we found that our deepest needs centred around freedom, significance, belonging. And pondering our deepest needs is perhaps all well and good when our basic physiological needs are met. Food, water, health, security. And it may be that this Lent, however much we are being confronted with our own wants or needs, we can also keep trying to turn ourselves around to contemplate the much more basic needs of others and to do what we can to help. The Dean of Wells has named three things for a Lenten rule of life and I found them very helpful because all of them move me outward. They are kindness, connection, commitment. Being kind, forgiving to ourselves, and understanding God's kindness to us will enable us to show more kindness to others. Connection, of course, speaks for itself. Picking up the telephone, 
writing that letter, sending that card, banging on a door. And then commitment. When we put ashes upon our foreheads on Ash Wednesday, they are not just a symbol of our mortality. They are the reminder of the commitment that we have made at baptism and subsequently to take up our cross and to follow. And the Dean reminded us of Jesus' comment that where your treasure is, there your heart lies also. And he made financial giving one of the marks of that commitment. And of course, it's probably that part of commitment which challenges all of us the most. The wants that I feel this Lent are real and they matter. But the physical wants of others are just as important, if not more so. And if you Google Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it tells us that unless basic needs are met, deeper needs for meaning cannot be met. It's always hard to know where to start, how to make one's commitment, where to make one's commitment. But perhaps I might give you one Lenten idea. Many of us are receiving the vaccine while millions in poorer countries are left unprotected. If you go to the UNICEF website, you can contribute towards vaccinating others. Or rather more locally, you could go to a Just Giving page which is entitled Twin My Vaccine. It's a campaign which was started two weeks ago by a priest in Curry Rival. And in two weeks, it has raised nearly £40,000 towards vaccination programmes. If you have received a free vaccine, which is costed at between £4 and £30, uh, once the cost of administering it is factored in, could you possibly buy a vaccine for someone else? Twin my vaccine. Compassion, connection and commitment taking up the cross. A good threesome for a Lent rule of life. And a threesome which moves beyond my own wants and needs and out to the wants and needs of others. Amen.
Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us access to his grace. And the peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you. So in our imaginations and in our hearts, let us offer one another a sign of peace. We have our third hymn. We declare our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And we have our prayers. Let us pray. Father, this day is your gift to us. May we use it as a day of opportunities to praise you and thank you. We thank you for making it possible to join together online and praise you from the safety of our own homes. May we use this opportunity to radiate our love for you and draw others to your service. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creator of a universe beyond imagining, yet close enough to hear a whisper, give us the power to do your will and see fair play on earth. Help us and inspire us to protect the environment so that it is in a fit state for those who come after us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of peace, nations are at war, peoples are in conflict and families are separated from one another. May your peace triumph through us. God of joy, be the joy we find in praising you and sharing you with our friends and strangers that we may meet. God of love, be the love that supports those who are ill and coping with very difficult prognoses. We think of those known only to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, you showed us that after fasting for 40 days, tortured by our own people and a terrible death, there is life everlasting for us all. We pray for those that have gone before us and for those more recently who are now in your nearer presence. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, the fountain of all wisdom, you know our needs before we ask and our ignorance in asking. Have compassion on our weakness and give us those things which for our unworthiness we dare not and for our blindness we cannot ask. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We say together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We have our final hymn.
Now may Christ give you grace to grow in holiness, to deny yourselves, take up your cross and follow him. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and among those you love and pray for, now and always. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.